Today we will talk about eight steps that you will need to go through to build a solid, robust, profitable trading strategy. And I will provide a checklist and exact steps for you. But first of all, welcome back to the Trade Site Tuesday. It is Tuesday, which means there's a new podcast, there's a new video, and also we're gonna do a live stream on YouTube today. So let's get into the eight steps that it takes to build a strategy. And we're gonna take a look at the strategy components. Are you gonna be a swing trader, a scalper, a day trader? We have to take a look at time frame choice, the markets, how do you take entries, stops, take profits? How do you manage your trades? And what are you doing with news overnight and weekend holding? And why is this so important? The goal of defining your strategy is to create consistency. And once you have consistency in your approach, once you know how to approach your trades in a consistent way, your results will be consistent as well. I 100% guarantee that. They won't necessarily be profitable in the beginning, but they will be 100% consistent. And this is really where you need to go to. And that's where you want to aim at as a trader. Because one of the main problems many traders face is that they don't have enough confidence and they lack clarity and all of their trades look different. They are all over the place all the time. They often come across situations where they don't know how to respond and how to manage their trades and how to get in or out or what to do with a certain situation. And once you have gone through this video, we will answer all of those questions. There will no more be uncertainty. You will be able to trade with 100% confidence and then your results will be consistent. This is inevitable. I guarantee you that 100%. And many traders think that Trading is only about entries or only about picking the right indicator and only picking the right instrument, the right entry. However, of course, this is important to some degree, but it's just one small piece to the puzzle. Trading and having a robust trading approach is really a complex um, construct where you need to look at, okay, the strategy types, the timeframes, how do you take entries, where do you put your stops on different instruments, when does your stop loss approach vary, how do you exit your trades, when do you exit your trades, how do you manage your trades, how do you deal with news uh, events, weekend holding or overnight holding. And those are all the things that we need to answer. And that those are all the things that we will answer in today's podcast and video. And once again, by the end of this video, you will have 100% confidence and clarity, and then your trading will look very, very differently. So let's get started. And let's start with the first one. And last week, I already talked about strategy types. And we compared scalping, day trading, swing trading, position trading. And this is the first very, very important step because it really defines all the other answers that you will uh, set during this course of this podcast or the video. So what are you going to be? Are you going to be a scalper who maybe trades one hour, two hours every day and you are in and out of the markets within a few seconds and you're really on the very, very low time frames, as I said last week, when you decide to be a scalper, your technology is very important. You need to have very fast execution. Your broker is a very, very important piece of the puzzle and also the spreads. And we will come back to that in a moment. And then a little bit higher than scalping is day trading. Maybe you hold your trades for a few minutes, maybe even a few hours. And then we get into swing trading and position trading, which is the longer term horizon. But you need to answer this question first. This is the first thing that you need to answer. What type of trader do you want to be? And also, very importantly, if you still have, for example, a nine to five job, 
it's not only about what do you want to be as a trader and how do you want to approach, but what fits into your daily and your weekly routine and your weekly schedule. Do you have a very busy life and you barely can find maybe two or three hours per day to really set aside for your trading? Then scalping and day trading is probably not the right fit. Or on the other hand, maybe you have the luxury of having being able to find a few hours every day. This is what I did in my uh, early university studies as a student. Um, students tend to have a little bit more time. I could set aside every day a few hours for my trading, so I was able to trade the lower time frames as well. But the time availability in your daily life, this really determines what strategy type you can and uh, are able to approach. Then, after you are clear what are the strategy types that you want to trade, what type of trader do you want to be, you need to pick your time frame. What is your higher time frame and what is your executional time frame? For example, I am now trading a medium swing term, somewhere between day trading and swing trading, I would say, strategy. So my higher time frame is usually the four hour and my executional time frame can be the 15 minute or the one hour. It's usually somewhere between there, but I'm not venturing out on any other time frame. You will never find me below the 15 minute with that type of strategy and you will never find me above the four hour. And this is very, very important. And many amateur traders, many traders with inconsistent results, first of all, they haven't really thought about what type of trader and strategy do you they want to trade. And they've never taken the time to really define the time frames. And then what happens is that they jump around. Every day you see them on a new time frame and every day, every day they're just chasing the price. And what I really would recommend at the end of the, the video or the podcast, I will give you another checklist. And what I really would recommend, you print it out and then you put it, stick it right next to your trading desk, next to your trading monitor where you can see it all the time and where you have to find all the different rules. When traders come to our mentoring, we give them a special webinar series to begin with where they will do this step by step by step in the series of a few hours in a special webinar series where you really define what type of trader you want to be. We go a little bit more uh, in depth on your why and how does trading fit into your personal life vision and all of those things. But essentially what you want to do and the goal is again to remove all this uncertainty. You want to be very, very confident and you want to be very clear about how you approach your trading every single day and there should not be any doubt. There should not be any uncertainty and you have to approach your trading with absolute clarity. This is the type of trader that I am. This is the time frame that I trade and this is how I arrange my different time frames. Next, you pick your markets. Are you going to be a, a forex trader, stocks, commodities, crypto, futures, etc.? And even one step further, do you trade the forex majors, the, ma uh, the minors? Uh, do you trade exotics? And this is also impacted by the type of strategy that you uh, trade. For example, a scalper will never trade the forex miners or the forex exotics because the spread is just going to be so high that it's not uh, lucrative to, to trade those because the spread will eat up all of your profits because you're in and out of the markets and the swings or the, the things that you take out of the market are just so small. Uh, and this is very important because obviously the forex majors will move differently the the cryptos will move very differently the altcoins will move differently the penny stocks with the blue chips will move very differently and this is very important that you are very clear about those things and what you want to avoid is that once you sit in front of your charts you want to avoid this jumping around where 
someday you're going to be on the higher time frame on commodities and then the next day you are on penny stocks you want to be very clear and in my trading i in trading view i have defined my watch list i know exactly what pairs i trade there are around 35 forex pairs that i trade and i don't look at anything else no matter how amazing something else will look like those are my forex pairs those are my time frames and i will never look beyond that Number four, you define your entry criteria. This is where most traders will spend almost all of their time. And yes, it is kind of important, but the entry is just one piece of the puzzle. And again, I keep um, mentioning the exercise that I got from the book uh, Pitbull Champion Trader from Marty Schwartz, who was also part of the Market Wizards book series. And he said that he has a checklist for his entries. And this is what I would recommend as well to you. Take a small piece of paper, write down all of your entry criteria, what it is that you look for on the higher time frame, what is the scenario and the situation that needs to be fulfilled on the higher time frame. Is this all present? Then you go to the lower time frame. What are the indicators, the tools, the things that you look for in the lower time frame? And what I would always recommend is that you take 10 screenshots of the absolute picture perfect textbook trade that you can find that really describes your strategy and your entry criteria perfect. You want to make sure that they look absolutely equal and they look absolutely perfect. And then you can print them out, for example. That's what I did in the beginning. I printed them out, put them in front of me where I can see them all day. And you write down what do those trades have in common. And you don't want to write a whole story. You just want to write in bullet points, point one, point two, point three, point four. And you write down the indicators, the tools, the situation, the price action, whatever you're looking for. And then you can use it in your trading as a checklist where you can really objectively go through the charts that you're looking at right now. And then you can verify objectively, is this a valid trade? Yes or no. And then we need to go to point number five. It's your stop loss and defining your stop loss rules. Because this is very important. And I mentioned in a previous video, your stop loss, the way you set your stop loss will control your win rate, your reward to risk ratio, the size of your winners and the size of your losers. This is very, very important. And I want to make a video next week where I talk about the best stop loss or take profit techniques. And I would like to have you leave a comment right now and let me know do you prefer to learn about stops or take profits first leave a comment now and then i will see which one has the most um, mentions and then we will do that next tuesday but when it comes to stop loss techniques you can choose from a variety of different tools uh, what you can use is the atr for example which is the average true range which looks, which looks at past price action and then it looks at the volatility. And this is great because the ATR will change day after day and the ATR will adjust based on the history of price action. So if the Forex pair has moved historically a lot more, then your ATR will be higher and it means your stop loss will be wider because you need to protect your stop loss and your trade a little bit more because the trade and the, pri the Forex pair or the market swings more. And the ATR is great because you will get a different ATR for every market and every instrument and every time frame that you trade. And the ATR is automatically adjusting based on the time frame and based on uh, the Forex pair. So 
it is really, really a, a very customized and personalized stop loss approach. You could use things such as the recent high low. You could use things uh, such as support and resistance for your stop loss. Bollinger bands or moving averages. You could also use a moving average from a higher time frame. You could use um, the daily high, the weekly high, the weekly low, obviously, the weekly high as well. So you have a few options on how to approach your stop loss. And this is very important. This is most traders make the mistake, or many traders make the mistake that they use a very arbitrary stop loss. For example, it doesn't make any sense to have a stop loss rule such as my stop loss is going to be 10 points or 20 points on all my trades. That doesn't make any sense because if you trade different markets, for example, if you trade, for example, the British pound US dollar, this pair uh, is usually moving a lot more based on volatility than, for example, let's, take look, let's assume the Euro US dollar. So you really want to have a different stop on the Euro US dollar and on the British pound US dollar because the market dynamics, the volatility and the price action is very different. So you need to have a stop loss rule or approach that is unique to the different forex pairs or markets that you trade. Next, point number six, define your take profit placement. And you have a few options here, of course. You could just go for a fixed reward risk ratio. What this means is that you set your, uh, you set your stop loss first. Stop loss comes always, always first. And then you measure the stop loss size. And then if you choose a fixed reward to risk ratio approach, you just multiply the stop loss size by a factor of two, three, four to get a specific reward to risk ratio. You could also choose your take profit placement based on the next support or resistance area or the second next support resistance area. You could also have a take profit placement that is a combination. For example, you use a support and also combine it with end of day. And you say, okay, if the pr if price action hasn't reached the next support area by the end of the day, I will close my trade out manually. We'll come to that in a moment as well. You could also take your take profit off a higher time frame. For example, if you execute your trades on the 15 minute, what I sometimes do is then I go to the higher time frame and I take my uh, take profit based on the four hour 50 period, for example. You could also take a low on a high from a higher time frame, which is also very popular. And I've talked about this in the past. A lot is Fibonacci extensions as take profits, or you could also simply use the ATR. And this is uh, something that I covered in the last video. If you check the video I made about pattern alpha, there we use a daily ATR and it is great for trend trading. So if the market is trending and you're in the trend trade for that day and the market hits this daily ATR, then you are out of the trade because this is historically the maximum that the price has traded for that specific instrument. And you cannot really expect more reasonably. Next, number seven, is you need to have a trade management strategy. First of all, you need to address, are you going to be a passive or an active management trader? Passive management means that you enter your trade, you set your stop loss, you set your target, and then you don't touch the trade again until either the stop or the take profit has been reached. Alternatively, you could also choose to become an active management trader. And there you have a few options. What you can do is, for example, you move your stop loss along a moving average. You use or you, you uh, trail your stop loss uh, behind the last swing highs or swing lows. There are a few options, but you really need to be certain about what type of trader you are. Are you actively managing your trades or are you passively managing? In the beginning, I would always recommend for the first few months lean more towards passive management, not because it's a better approach necessarily, but because you will learn more about the price action. 
the problem that you have with an active approach is that you're always interfering. You always need to do something. But if you have a passive approach, you just sit back, you let price do its thing. And then after the, the first 20, 30 trades that you have taken, you can look back at your trades and you can analyze, okay, what would have happened um, or what if, would have worked better, so to speak, um, with an alternative approach. And this is usually much, much uh, better long term. And you also need to make sure that you have a plan for your news, weekend and overnight holding. This is very important. And again, you want to really make sure that all your bases are covered. The last thing that you want to have is you are in a trade, the market is moving and then you come to a situation where you don't know what to do. Because then you are very likely to react emotionally, you're very likely to react um, impulsively or make decisions based on your PL rather than make a decision based on what is, would be objectively right, based on uh, what the market is telling you or what is in your trading plan. So this is a great way, whenever you find a situation where you don't know really what to do, write it down and write it down, the situation, maybe take a screenshot even, and then come back to it at the end of the day once you have finished your trading day or finished your week. And then you can create a trading plan for that as well. And so over time, you will be able to plug all those uh, holes and those uh, uh, situations where you don't know what to do. And then your trading plan and your strategy will uh, be refined over time. But when it comes to news, weekend and overnight holding, you have a few options. You could say, okay, I will uh, take it very um, safely. I will just close my trades before the news event or before the weekend or before the overnight uh, end of the day. You could also say, okay, I'm going to take partial profits. And then you have to define and you have to get one step further. How much are you going to uh, close your trade? Are you going to close 50%, 80%, 20%? That's really important because, again, you want to have a consistent approach. You want to make sure that all of your trades have the same base for decision-making because then later you can come back to your journal and analyze, okay, what did uh, what worked well and what didn't. If your trades are all, all over the place and you are applying different rules and criteria to all of your trades, uh, then it's very, very hard later on to find uh, a common theme among your trades and then to find out how do you actually get better and what works and what does or didn't. You could also say, I'm going to tighten my stop loss. Maybe I'm going to move my stop loss 50% towards uh, my entry. So I'm going to close half, uh, I'm going to close the distance halfway of my uh, stop loss to my entry. Or you could say you move it to break even. Or you could say you move it to a place where the, uh, the price, uh, the trade is in profits. Or you could say also something that is uh, not often talked about. You could also gamble on your news trade, for example, and you could say, okay, I'm going to extend my target and I want to make sure that if I have this news exposure, which is more risky, I want to make sure that I get rewarded for if the news are in my favor. And you could say, okay, I'm going to extend my target. I'm going to double my target distance now. And then if the news is in your favor, you will get rewarded when you hit this big uh, move. This is also an option, not often talked about, but you need to be really clear about everything that is available to you. And uh, again, finally, you have all the strategy components. Again, to just summarize, first, it's the strategy. Scalper, day trader, swing trader. The timeframes. Define the choice and the usage of your higher time frame and your lower time frame. Next, the markets. Define the market suited for the time frame and the strategy. 
not all the markets are suited for every higher time frame or for every trading strategy. Then define your entry rules and get your 10 perfect screenshots. Stop loss are next. Which stop loss approach are you going to use? ATR, Bollinger Bands, Moving Average, High and Low, Support Resistance or something else? Then take profit. A fixed reward to risk ratio, ATR, Moving Average, Higher Time Frame, Support Resistance. Next, you can answer the question about trade management, active versus passive approach. And then finally, also define rules for news, overnight and weekend holding. And then you have a very clear picture of what is your trading strategy actually doing? How does it look? And the most important thing, you can remove uncertainty and you will be able to trade with a lot more confidence. And confidence will then help you realize better results, more consistent results.